Welcome, everybody. You are listening to The Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Gill. Hey team, and welcome to another episode of the Life of an Educator podcast. It's so great to have you alongside again for another episode here in Season 3 of the Life of an Educator. And uh, I just love sharing this with you, and uh, thanks for listening to my thoughts, my perspectives, and some of my stories. It's, uh, it's quite humbling to know that there are people who will spend some of their day listening to little old me talk about my career and some of my personal experiences and uh, it's very just humbling to know that uh, you keep coming back so something is working I guess and so we'll keep doing it. Uh, We're in season three and we have talked about in season three just a little bit more in depth of some of the ways that I have kind of learned of how to you know, function my classroom and how to create a classroom environment that is hardworking and that has students learning uh, fully. And so we've kind of come to the end of what an hour looks like in my classroom, specifically teaching high school math. And I hope that even if you don't, as teachers, not all of you will teach high school math, but I hope that some of those, you know, methods work in elementary and junior high and other subject areas as well. And so now I want to shift gears a little bit to assessment. And this is a big topic of discussion. And again, this is going to be one viewpoint and one idea. But I think that sometimes we assess correctly and sometimes we assess incorrectly as educators, whether you are assessing um, someone in elementary school or whether you are assessing someone in university. I think we have to be very careful of how we assess. And so we're going to do a few episodes on assessment this season, and I'm sure it will come up in future seasons as well. But I wanted to start off simply with what is the goal of assessment? Why do we do assessment? And, you know, some of you are already wondering, what do I mean by assessment? And, you know, assessment is, again, something that we need to tackle in terms of the goal so that we know what assessment is and how we are going to assess and how we're going to do it effectively. And so I view assessment as something that a student does to showcase their learning. And so that would be my personal definition. I'm not reading out of a dictionary. That is just my thought of what I believe assessment is. It is something a student showcases or does to prove to you as the marker or the reader or the listener of what they are learning. And so if that is what assessment is, we need to ask ourselves, what is the goal of assessment? And I think that the goal in essence, is also the definition, is we need to have the students do something that actually showcases their learning, that they have shown you that what you have taught them, that what they have learned is actually sticking, is actually now a part of who they are and they've actually learned it. Because again, I think that as educators, as teachers, that's our goal is we're 
hired and paid to teach students, to teach children, different topics, different themes, different outcomes. And so assessment is a way that we can prove that our students have actually learned that concept. They've actually learned that outcome. And so assessment is a lot more than just giving them a quiz or a test or a project or an assignment just to have them do busy work or for you to not have to teach for a few days. But it's, I think we have to be very careful of how we assign assessment, of how we create assessment, of how we give assessment, and make sure that it is, it is actually meant to allow students to showcase their learning. If we're just giving them busy work, if we're just giving them a test because that's what education's always done, then that's not going to be beneficial. And that's not going to be in the best interest of the student. Now, assessment is going to be able to be done in so many different ways. Because again, it doesn't matter the presentation as long as the student gets to showcase their learning. And so depending on the subject area, there's a whole wide range of ways that assessment can be done. And we know a lot of them. Projects are amazing ways of showing assessment. Testing quizzes, as much as they've uh, been kind of beat down a lot, they are great ways to show assessment, okay? I know exams get a lot of um, debate, but exams are a good way of showing assessment, right? There's lots of different ways to show assessment and not there's not one right or wrong way to to show or to give assessment. And so depending on the subject area, depending on the grade, assessment is going to be seen in lots of different ways. Obviously, at the high school level, assessment is going to be different than at the elementary school level. Depending on the subject area, it's going to be different as well, right? You don't see many tests in English, right? But you do see a lot of writing, right? And so a writing piece is a great way for students to showcase their learning in terms of their writing skills. A presentation in English or geography is a great way to showcase a student's learning in those humanities, right? Tests and quizzes are great ways for students in science and math to showcase their learning because the concepts and the outcomes and the subject area is a little bit more process-based. And so we need to remember, though, that the goal of assessment is always for the kid to showcase their learning. And so as we look at how some of the things that I've talked about in the last few episodes and how I teach my class is once the students have had a sufficient amount of practice. And again, that's a balance of in class and outside of class. Some students are going to, again, need a little bit more time to understand the material. And so we're not practicing one day and then assessing the next, right? We need, the brain needs time, the student needs time, the class needs time for these ideas to develop. And so even in a high-paced math class like pre-calculus math in high school or a high-level English class in high school, the brain still needs time to develop these ideas. And so we need to let time for that to happen. If I teach something on a Monday, there's probably that subject or outcome is not being assessed until minimally the Thursday and most likely the Friday because the students need time for these ideas to get developed and they need time to practice and I just talked in the last episode how some evenings students are busy and they have other commitments going on so it's unreasonable for 
me to teach something one day and then the next day to have an assessment on it. They have not had enough time for these learnings, these teachings to sink in. And so we need to be very careful that we give time for students to ask questions, that we give time for students to ponder. We give time for students to think, for them to learn, for them to study, for them to do those check your understanding and practice questions, for them to ask for help, for them to come in at lunch and you know, get a little bit of a, a mini lesson on what was taught, for them to ask you know, why this happened this way at this time but not in this time. For students to wrestle with what they are thinking and come to a real confident place where they're ready to be assessed, right? If we're assessing too early, then the students aren't going to come in confident. The students aren't going to come in and be ready to showcase what they've learned. And so we need to allow that assessment time to be a time to have confidence. I think that you know, students put a lot of pressure on themselves. Students put a lot of uh, stress on themselves because they want to be, you know, seen as smart or they want to be seen as capable. And, you know, there's sometimes pressures from home. There's sometimes pressures from their peers. And the education system puts pressure on, you know, students having high grades. But I think that we need to focus on the fact that Students should want to showcase what they've learned. I always tell my students, even before they write an assessment, whatever kind of type it is, if you don't know how to answer a question, leave a blank. Because all that simply tells the reader is they haven't learned that yet. Or they, they haven't got to a confidence level where they can do that yet. And that's okay, right? By them leaving a blank, it means that I, I don't know that yet. We need some more time. We need more time to review that concept. We need to spend some more time on that specific type of question. Um, if, if a student completes half of a question and some of it is correct and some of it is not, well, that means that a student maybe had the confidence to attempt that question but got stuck some point of the way through. And so they have a basis, they have a starting point, but they haven't got all the way uh, to getting to that mastery level. And then there's always, you know, the questions where the student is confident, they've learned it, they've mastered it, they've answered it 100% correctly, and, you know, that's a big win for both the learner as a student and the teacher, knowing that both parties, the teacher taught it well and the student was able to understand, and the student learned it and was able to master the concept. And so that's the goal we want to get to. We want to get to the point where all students are being able to master the material that's being taught. Now, obviously, there's a little bit of give and take there, and both teachers and the students have the responsibility of trying to get to that mastery level, but that's why we always have to keep the goal in mind. How are we letting and making sure that the student is being able to showcase what they have learned. And so that's where the teacher comes in and has to be very strategic in when are they giving assessments? How are they given assessments? What kind of an assessment are they given? And how are they marking the assessment? Are the expectations clear so that the student knows exactly what to expect, right? One of my biggest pet peeves in education is when you know teachers put challenge questions on the assessment 
when teachers put trickery questions on the assessment. That is not the goal of an assessment, right? The go- an assessment is not where we should see questions for the first time, where we should see tasks that have never been dealt with before, right? A student who has worked hard and has completed their notes and have, and have done all of the check your understanding questions and have, you know, done all of their due diligence to work hard and be prepared for the assessment, they should know exactly what's going to be on the assessment. They should be very confident going in and there shouldn't be any surprises on there, right? Because again, the goal is to allow the students to showcase their learning. Well, if they haven't learned it yet, they can't showcase it. So as the teacher, we have to be careful. How are we letting the students showcase and uh, making sure that there's no trickery or surprises or enhanced questions on there that have not been dealt with because then that's not fair that is not in the best interest of the student right that is now something else and so we have to be careful with that so again there's going to be lots of different ways of doing this i'll share a little bit about how i do it in my classroom you know a little bit already based on some of the previous episodes but after my class has practiced for two to three days on the same kind of concepts, we're ready to have an assessment. And the first assessment on the material is always what I like to call a checkpoint. And you know, it's a commonly named a quiz, right? But I like checkpoint just because the wording really is helpful to me is, and when I say to my students, I'm just checking in to see where they are at a certain point in time. I want to know as as a teacher if what I am teaching is actually transferring to the students and if they're actually learning what I am trying to teach them. And so I'm just checking in and I want to see if what I'm doing is working and if the students are able to showcase their learning so far. And so it's usually a a one-page back-to-back sheet of paper with the questions that we have learned and practiced in class. And so again, if the student has been present, if they've completed their notes, if they've done the whiteboard practice in class, if they have done some check your understanding questions on their own, then most of those students do really, really well. And they're able to showcase their learning because they've done all of the steps that are required to be successful. And so that's the goal. You want, I would hope as a teacher, you want your students to do well in your class. And in order to make that happen, you're setting them up for success by having them do something repeatedly for a set period of time. And so then when it's time for the real deal, this is the first time that um, this is now being marked for their report card for them to uh, have on their marks they should be very confident. They should be very ready. They should be very excited in lack of a better word, although I'm sure my students won't say that they're excited to write checkpoints. (laughs) But they should be excited not to necessarily write a checkpoint, but excited to showcase their learning and, and showcase that they have learned the material and they're excited to get their mark back and see that, yes, they have got it, that they have mastered the material. If you're assessing too quickly or if you're assessing material that has not been taught very well or not at all, then you're going to have students who aren't confident. You're going to have students who aren't ready. You're going to have students who are nervous, stressed, anxious, all of those things. And even for myself, I have not mastered this yet by any means as a teacher, 
Um, but I am trying to get to the point, even in how I deliver assessments, where I have students who are ready and excited to do checkpoints and not to be nervous and not to be, you know, um, to not be ready. And so that comes from, again, how you set your classroom culture by being willing to give your students time to review. On checkpoint days, the first half of the class we review. We we don't, I don't teach any new material. I don't talk about anything other than what is going to be on the checkpoint. And so the kids and students are honed in. They are focused on what it is that they have learned. They are focused in on what is going to be asked for them by them on the checkpoint. And so they are ready to, you know, show me what they have learned. And I think it works really well because Again, if they have done the things asked of them, then they should be able to showcase their learning, which again is the goal. Now, in other subjects, uh, checkpoints aren't the best way of doing it, right? A piece of paper with questions on it is not going to be beneficial for necessarily an English uh, student. And so they do different pieces. Uh, They might do a journal entry. They might do a piece of writing right? Where you're giving them time to write. But of course, that's not the first thing you give to them. You probably have done many days of practicing how to write a successful paragraph of grammar and punctuation and idea forming and how to, you know, get your brain even starting to think with ideas and brainstorming and all of those type of things to create an effective paragraph. After all of that, after multiple practice, well, then there might be an assessment on a paragraph writing task where the teacher might give a prompt and ask you to write a paragraph on that topic, right? A student should look at that and be like, oh, piece of cake. I've already done so much practice with paragraphs and I'm ready to go. So assessments should not be doom and gloom. And I think as the education system, we've kind of done that is we've we've made assessments to be dark and scary and these stressful, anxious events. And I think that that's a poor job done by us as education people, whether the system itself or as teachers, educators, administrators, and even as parents. We, we shouldn't see assessment as this dark and scary thing. We should see it as an exciting thing where we get to boost confidence in students and where students get to be excited to showcase what they've learned. But again, it only works if we know the goal. What is assessment and what is the goal of assessment? And again, just to review, assessment is the thing or the task that students are doing individually to showcase their learning. What is the goal of assessment is kind of honestly the definition is making sure that the students are able to showcase what they have learned in whatever task being assigned to them. And so if we have that goal in mind and we do it in the right way, I think that students are able to be confident in their learning. They're able to know the routine. They're able to know that they will have practice before they have to you know, do it for for marks and to do it for check by the teacher. And so, you know, my students do fairly well on checkpoints because we've practiced. They've asked questions. They're confident going in. And a lot of times, if they do make any mistakes, they're not concept 
errors. They're not outcome errors. There's just simple mistakes because, again, it was their first time for them doing it, you know, for real. And sometimes that can cause a little bit of stress and anxiety too, right? Because they're trying to impress their teacher. They're trying to do well for their parents and for themselves. And so sometimes we're still a little bit nervous just because they know what is going on in the report card and that their teacher is marking it. But they're making simple mistakes and they're easy to fix and they're easy to correct for the next time when the next checkpoint comes or the next assessment comes. And so that's my first thought on assessment. We'll be talking about assessment a little bit more as we go through season three and in future seasons. But I wanted to start there is making sure that we know what the goal of assessment is. And this can carry through You know, I've talked about educational assessment, but this can go beyond the teacher and the classroom. Whatever career or job you find yourself, if you're a business person or you find yourself having to give assessment to other people in your workplace, make sure you have the goal of assessment. Are people able to showcase the task that you are wanting them to showcase, the thing that you are wanting them to know? And if not, then change your assessment. Make sure that everyone is being able to be successful. I don't think that we need to be out trying to get people and trying to trick people. Assessment should be a confidence booster, not something that deters people. And so uh, be careful. Be careful how you approach assessment and make sure the goal is always in place. And so that's my encouragement to you today. Thanks so much for listening in. You are all a joy to have on the team. And uh, I truly think this is a great uh, thing to have going. And uh, I'm just so humbled by the opportunity. So thanks again. We'll be back in two weeks, as always. And uh, I look forward to uh, sharing another thought and uh, having you listen again. And so until then, be awesome. And thanks for hearing the ins and outs of an educator.